We're going to take some time in over the next sort of half an hour, an hour, just to talk through a little bit about the last three years, really. Um, don't know if any of you noticed, um, there was a pandemic. <laughs> Um, I know, it's, it was easy to miss, wasn't it? At the, at the end of March, there were, at the end of January in 2020, there were two cases of coronavirus. By the end of March, we were in a national lockdown where you couldn't leave your house and you were only allowed out for one form of exercise a day. Now, as of today... We've had three national lockdowns. There's only 40 million people that have been vaccinated and over 19 million people have caught coronavirus. So it's been a very different few years. (laughs) And it's caused a lot of difficulties like across society, as I'm sure you'll all be aware of. But I thought like... so. To start off, like when everything's online and everything's on Zoom calls, Skype sessions, whatever, like we really miss the physical social cues. <laughs> we really miss the physical social cues of of being with people, and that means that our online communications are a lot more draining and a lot more tiring than when we used to spend time physically together all the time. And then you're only seeing the same space, the same people, for a good like few months at a time when we're in lockdown. I, I don't know about you, but um, I, there were times when I got fed up with, with people I lived with just because I saw no one else. <laughs> And, and yeah, living with, with our families 24-7, not being able to go out, not being able to see friends, not, not being able to go to school becomes really difficult. And alongside that, church became online only. And that caused real difficult questions. Like, how do you gather and care for people when being in the same place is now dangerous. How do you share food? Like, uh, churches I've been a part of have always, like, one of the easiest ways to show love and care and support is to cook meals for each other, to, to take things around. And suddenly, that would be the most uncaring thing you could do. Everything got turned upside down. How do you do communion when you can't be in the same place, when you can't share food? How do you help people spiritually recharge when the online context, as we've said, in itself becomes draining? And these are all like really big, big questions we had to answer, along with largely, I don't know about you, everything became on social media. Like, I don't know, hands up who, since the pandemic started, um, downloaded TikTok. Yeah. There's the cool kids. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely adore TikTok. I love it. But like, 
so so much of our connection with other people became online through Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Those were the the ways we communicated, and that has a real effect on on how we view ourselves and how we view church and and the body of Christ and and all these other things. So those were like some real difficulties we faced, but there were also some opportunities and I want to take some time to look at some of the good things that I've seen over the last few years. I personally was had a particularly rough lockdown from a church point of view because just before we went into lockdown I was in the process of finding a new church (laughs) and I can tell you that is not easy when none of them are meeting (laughs) but what it meant is I saw what a lot of different churches were doing so so some things like just a sort of general overviews that was happening everywhere this was a real good chance to adapt and change what we're doing in order to engage with people where they're at um, and connect in new ways and discover new ways to link in with people in a way that before may have only happened if they were willing to make the first step to come to the church building. Now there was an opportunity where we were going out of the church building and into online spaces. And we did that at a time when the nation was re-evaluating life and our place in the world and what we wanted to be. So many people coming out of this pandemic, and it's happened with previous pandemics in history. So many people come out and think, I've been, lo- <laughs> I've been locked away, I've been locked at home with nothing to think about other than who am I? <laughs> What, what do I want out of life? Is the job I'm doing fulfilling? Is the, is the degree I was planning to go on but had to take a year out because I couldn't go there, is that what I want to be doing? Like, what about my GCSE choices? Are they, are they what I want? Like, these are the questions that, that were going on across the country. And, and there is a really... Help, like, the gospel and, and God have have really important things to say in those places so it's it's a great it's a great opportunity for the church as well as a really difficult time um saw lots of people reaching out on new platforms i mentioned having joined tiktok um i've been amazed by one of the first creators i followed on there is um liv pearsall who i don't know if any of you will have seen but she is a christian creator but has gone massively viral. So she started her platform doing two things. She did Cool Math Facts with Liv, where she talked about maths, and she did Bible Stories with Liv, where she acted out Bible stories. She is the girl that started the Elmo trend. (laughs) If you saw any Elmo on your social media over the last few years, that was her. (laughs) So she's massively sort of gone viral and had a real chance to speak out about Christians being a loving place like if you're on my platform I want you to know you're loved no matter who you are you're welcome here and so many people in her comments particularly on her bible story videos would be like 
I always thought Christians would hate me, but you're different. <laughs> and it's such a good, a good opportunity and good use in social media to sort of just reach out in a new way. Um, one thing that, that was a really important thing that some, some people managed to do really well was changing how you talk when you're doing church online because the standard way of doing of public speaking I guess is you speak out to the large crowd but that's very different from if you're talking to your family or you're talking to some friends and when we went online everyone you were talking to was no longer in a huge crowd <laughs> there was like four of them at most on the other side of the screen and you see this really done well like I'm I'm not here to discuss politics um, but one thing that happened when Boris Johnson announced the first lockdown I don't know if the, that footage has been showed over and over again it's not him standing at a podium speaking out it's him sat at a desk in a small room with more dimmed down lighting because he's engaging with the small group on the other side of the screen rather than the crowd that that makes across the country and um, so there were a really good chance to sort of adapt what we do to that um, and the other general thing that really happened is that we really saw people change how they were caring for each other um, some of these were big sort of uh, big displays of, of care clap for carers um, Captain Tom raising money for the NHS we saw these huge um, um, big signs of, of showing love but also we just there was a greater awareness that people's mental health and their well-being was important and needed to be looked after and in my block of flats like people started sending messages around saying if any of you are particularly vulnerable like I'm happy to go get shopping for you so that you don't have to leave the house and and things like that which was a really a really nice side to everything that was going on was you saw the kindness of people coming through really strongly there's a couple of churches that did things really differently um, one of which is Emmanuel in Brighton hey <laughs> they um, they totally changed how they do church for an online venue they, they sort of turned their church space into a studio space and started doing online things in a way where the, the, greatest, the greatest sort of analogy I can think of is they basically created the one show, but church. So they'd have like, they'd have worship, they'd have a sermon, but they'd also have hosts that would, that would discuss what was happening, that would talk to each other, and created that sense of community that we were missing out on by fostering it amongst themselves so that you could see it. Um, community Church in Bishop Stortford also um, really sort of 
overhauled how they did worship particularly. There's a, one of the big problems I think most of us faced as, as worship teams is that any online way of doing things adds in latency and delays. If anyone's going to play instruments, they all have to be in the same room. <laughs> If they're not, I don't know if any of you tried like singing in a choir over Zoom. It, it doesn't work <laughs> unless unless that's the point <laughs> of what you're doing. Um, what um, what they did in Stortford is they they had their worship team record themselves worshiping, playing the their part that they would play in the band. And then they edited all of the video and audio together so that the church had a, a full band setup of their own musicians, of sets that were prepared with worship in mind, like their own congregation in mind. Um, but you was a way of sort of combining all of that stuff um, and yet moving around the challenges... Of, of being online and the difficulties that creates. Um, the, there were a couple of people who, who did some really good stuff modeling how to worship during this time as well. Um, I think, I don't know, you may have seen some of these. Um, Lou and Nathan Fellingham started doing a Worship Wednesdays um, and they would have um, just them and a piano and they'd do like online live streams um, where they'd go on like Instagram live and they, were, they built like a community of people worshipping together in their own homes sort of acknowledging the, the difficulty of that and the, the strangeness of that but connecting and reaching out across it and um, I think real it felt like a real similarity to um, I don't know if any of you have been, a, been aware of this there's every Christmas Sarah Millican the comedian um, goes on Twitter and just under I think it's under the hashtag join in just gathers people who for Christmas is a really difficult time because they're a, a family breakdown or something like that and it's just an online space that is this is really difficult let's chat together let's talk about what we're doing because ours doesn't look like anybody else's. And in a similar way with, with the Fellinghams, this is very much a let's gather together because worship, worship can't happen like we're used to. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's work out what we're doing in the midst of this. And, and again, using another example of using social media to, to pull that challenge. Simon and Anna Brading as well, um, who have led worship here over previous years before the pandemic um, I saw some things of them leading worship uh, Emmanuel where it was, it was Simon playing his guitar and Anna in their front room with their kids jumping all over the place <laughs> and it was such a good example of not just not just trying to do worship ooh, not just trying to do worship in a way that was accessible for families in their own homes, but also trying to demonstrate what it might look like to be worshipping with 
your family as they worshipped with their family as well. The, that's very much how I saw our sort of... I think it's fair to say our types of churches, the sort of the, the evangelical, the charismatic sort of modern worship types try to, to deal with this. I'm, I live in Bath, which is a beautiful city where Bridgerton is filmed and anywhere where they want to look like Austin. <laughs> um, but it has this beautiful abbey in the centre of it um, that for centuries, every, every day has done morning prayer, evening prayer, and then multiple services at the weekends. And they, they closed... Um, and they had a they had a slight advantage <laughs> over us because most uh, some of their services use choirs and music, but most of their services are entirely spoken because they use a liturgy, which is just like a a written out order of service. So, so if you were to describe the liturgy of of like New Day, it would be like sing these hymns break, pray, break, preach, break, like that. Um, the C of E uses one that was written ages ago and has been, it was the Book of Common Prayer, it's now called, the, um, it's now called Common Worship, it's been modernised in language over the time, but it's entirely meant for congregations that don't have music and are too small to, ha- to be able to get like a choir in place. So it's spoken word, it's Bible readings, it's, um, it's passages of, of prayer, and, and was something that I found so helpful of just having people before us have, have in many ways solved some of these problems before we've even tried. And there is wonderful things, like I've said, of people adapting for our current culture. And there's also wonderful examples of drawing on traditions to speak into what's going on at the moment as well. So, having sort of looked at all of that, my, my thing coming through all of this and and thinking about it all and preparing to speak to you all today was what what do we take from this like we've had we've had about 3 years 2 3 years that have been not normal <laughs> and and one one response to that would be to say okay that's over great we can one of the phrases i keep hearing is get back to normal we can we can we can carry on we can do what we were doing we can go back to how things were great that's behind us but i can't help but think it's it's not as easy as that <laughs> we've we've had a time when society has been totally turned over and some things that have come out of that have been really good so one thing i really wanted to sort of bring out was just encouraging you guys to just keep keep caring 
keep loving, keep loving each other, but also be aware that extend that love and that care to yourselves as well. Like, it's easy to say this of, or at least I find, it's easy to say this of other people, but you are precious and valued and you are worth caring for. (laughs) And you've got, in God, a father who loves you and, and created you and knows you intimately and wants the best for you. And I just really want to encourage you guys, like, want the best for yourselves too. <laughs> Love yourselves like that too. And it's been really, it's been really difficult. And I think, I look back and I think everyone's lost things. Whether that's obvious things when we talk about loss like millions of people across the country have lost people but for some of us that's we've lost time that we had planned for something we've lost we've lost a sense of education or opportunities that we'd we'd had laid out i was talking to someone um a few days ago who was saying they'd they'd been planning to travel abroad and now and then they can't. I was at a, a gig the other day where, where a comedian started her set by saying, I went, I went home to, London, um, to Ireland for a few days in March 2020. And the entire rest of the gig was, and I couldn't leave my parents' house. <laughs> and that's, that's a loss. And I really wanted to... I really felt while I was praying about this and preparing this that there was a real sense of just wanting to say, if you're not okay, that's okay. <laughs> We've all been holding it together and it's okay if you're, if you're doing that. God, God wants to meet you where you're at and you don't have to pretend with him like you're in a great place when you're struggling. And you don't have to hold things together for his benefit. (laughs) I know loads of people who have been in situations where they've had to really keep it together for the good of the people around them. I think talking about worship, like so many worship leaders (laughs) have been in the midst of all of this, but have been, I need to have something for Sunday. (laughs) I don't have time to not be okay. <laughs> I've got to put this in place. Um, so I'd like, to, I'd like to ask my friend Ed to, to come up. <laughs> um, if you've been here throughout the week, we've normally sort of gone into questions and answers. And I'm going to be around all the rest of the afternoon so if you do have any questions if you do want to talk about things please do come chat to me Um, but I really I really wanted to make some space actually just to to pray um, and and to let God do some stuff if he wanted to Um, so what I'm going to do is I I talked about 
using liturgy earlier. Um, I'd like to, to read a little bit. Um, this, is, this is from the, the end of um, Compline, which is basically the prayer before you go to sleep. <laughs> um, and I just thought it would be really good if we just... If you're, if you're able, if you feel like it would be good if we just stand together... Um, I really just want to invite God into this place um, to meet and to minister to us um, and, and yeah, just to see what God wants to do. So, Visit this place, O Lord, we pray, and drive far from it the snares of the enemy. May your holy angels dwell with us and guard us in peace. May your blessing be always upon us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. In peace we will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. Abide with us, Lord Jesus. For the night is at hand and the day is now past. As the night watch looks for the morning, so do we look for you, O Christ. Come with the dawning of the day and make yourself known in the breaking of the bread. Lord, bless us and watch over us. May the Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord look kindly on us and give us peace. Lord, I just pray that you would just meet people here. I pray that that you would just give grace to everyone Lord that this has been a difficult time and that that's okay and that through it all you are the Lord through it all you are in control and though it's felt dark although it's felt like night As the night watchman looks out of the city, we look to you, knowing that you are the coming sun. You are the morning. If anyone would like someone to pray with them, let us know. Our team are around. We'd... We'd love to, to pray with you. We'd love to, to stand with you and encourage you. Um, yeah, Ed's going to pray for a bit longer. Feel free to just sit in this place, reflect, pray. If you 
want to ask me any questions, feel free to chat. If, if you don't, that's also fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to hand over to Ed for a bit.